Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Tell yeah, like, talk about walks yourself. on the beach. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah. Come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Al Horford is underrated. Yeah, one thousand percent. Like I don't mind him being number sixteen, but Jesus, man, you can't put him ahead, Kyrie. You can't do that. Just dumb. All right, back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Josue Pavone here, Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. What's up? It's the usual crew, guys. And this is the Celtics headline show, September headlines. So we'll be going through uh, a lot of Celtics news. Think about Hmm, it. This past week for a September week has been pretty jam-packed. We got like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. Let's start with the ugly. Okay. I think you guys both know what I'm talking about. Joining us next, Jabari Byrne. Exactly. (laughs) That's where I'm going. He's on the podcast. Barry Bird was arraigned uh, Thursday in Brighton. (laughs) Fucking loser. And um, the details came out and talk about ugly, man. I mean, we're talking about, obviously, we knew it was a domestic violence situation. Um, The details came out of Jabari Bird doing things that, man, it's just... Doesn't look good right now from him. But his lawyers are saying, look, there's two sides to every story. Typical lawyer talking. Jabari Bird wants to get the truth out there. But from what we've heard, it doesn't look good. I mean, from from pushing his his, his girlfriend up against the wall, uh, reports of him kicking her, choking her out until she was unconscious, kicking her in the stomach after she shortly uh, regained consciousness and eventually 
ran out of the apartment for four hours. Apparently, she was trapped, so to speak, because he would not let her out. She was hiding, according okay. to the, according, against her will. Her will right? Exactly, according to reports, hiding underneath her bed, locked herself in the bathroom. It just doesn't look good right now for Jabari Bird. However, um, he's still a member of the Boston Celtics. Uh, he did request for time off, uh, you know, time away from the team while he goes through the uh, this process. But uh, my question to you two is. Does he have a future left in Boston, guys? What do you think here? No, what's, why, what, why, what's the decision here? What, just cut his ass, bro. Like, what? Do it now. Why do you? Why are you trying to keep Jabari Bird around? Like, yeah, oh, we want to wait to see who everything goes to. No, he doesn't mean anything to this freaking team, bro. It's a, it's a process. I think I think the, <laughs> the league and the Celtics right now are, are discussing him being cut, potentially, because he did sign a guaranteed contract. So it's like they got to just work out. The business side of everything, I guess. They cut I, it I out. think what the Celtics are doing is that they're going through the the, the motions. NBA has to investigate, has to find out both sides of the story. I guess you know both sides, and and, and ultimately make a decision. But if you ask me, I I, I think his, his his fate is sealed. Like, I mean, it I, doesn't. I him, despite, despite I don't see him wearing a Celtics uniform. Despite him uh, pleading not guilty, I think, like Sway said, I think it's just it's just a matter of time before he's not a Celtic anymore. Yeah, not a good look, man. Not a good look. I mean, for someone who had, an, I, yeah, he had an incredible summer in terms of like what he did in the summer league and, yeah. and what everyone was saying about him. And then you, he just had like days before this came out, days before this happened, he had a story about how you know obsessed he was with being in the NBA as a kid and how this is a dream come true. He he just signed his his first guaranteed contract, so and now that can that contract could be voided if he is convicted of this, and he could actually face some jail time. Yeah. All this. Oh, well, if it's if it's true, he should face jail time, obviously, but. I mean, it is, it is very strange that, you know, once he did sign, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, meme on conspiracy theories, but right when he signs his contract, that's when this shit fucking happens. I'm just, I don't know who this girl is. I don't know anything about her. I mean, obviously, if it's true, she went through traumatic shit, but I, I always lean on the side of he probably did something fucked up. But realistically, like, let's let's be honest. Where are these, de- you know, who knows what is actually true when it's a he said, what, she what said shit. This, this so, or, or is maybe it's fabricated. Maybe it's, I, mean, I don't know. No one really knows the whole story. Exactly. You don't know. You're but not going to know until it comes out of the court look a lot, good, though. It looks right? terrible right now. But I, I, I just think, I just don't know why the Celtics are even fucking with him right now. Like, this is not what you need for the Celtics organization. Like, even if he's like an up and coming guy and you like what he did in Summer League, you don't want this around your team. Just get this guy out of here. Let him figure it out. Guess what? You want to be, you want to still talk to him when he's not signed. You're not paying him, and you can see how it goes with him, and then you bring him back if it's not true. Fine, but still, same time, it's not worth it. I don't know. Yeah, should we mention that we uh, we talked to one of his neighbors? Oh shit, we got a little inside info. We did, we did actually. Yeah, I forgot about that. Joel and I actually spent some time in Brighton last night, and uh, we we uh, the topic came up because they followed him. They found out. Yeah, no, Supposedly we, we, his we neighbor? Weren't, we weren't doing our TMZ thing. No, we just happened to be in Bryant. And no, the guy lives in the same complex as Jabari Bird. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me that, he told both of us that like he was always sort of a dick to him. And the and the girl was the complete opposite. She was so down to earth. She always say hi to him. But like whenever he was like, you know, obviously he wanted to talk to Jabari Bird about Celtics and stuff like that. He just always dismissed him and just had a bad vibe from Jabari Bird. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I've never seen that side of him. Haven't been a, I haven't spent a whole lot of time around Jabari Bird in the locker room and you know But, but that's the bas- game, that's the basketball side of him, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's that's a completely a, different yeah. atmosphere. Exactly. I mean, he's at work, so. Right. Yeah. You know what? I forgot all about that, Joel. How mean, did you forget about that, bro? Uh I had a lot to drink that night. Oh, so. all right. All right. <laughs> but Joel right. just refreshed my memory. Fair. So. <laughs> Plus it's the same building that Robert Williams lives in too. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good thing they weren't roommates or nothing. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Side note, I know he was 
spending some time or he was staying with uh, Jalen Brown last season when he was back and forth in Maine. Jalen Brown's mother coming to uh, kind of his aid there, Jabari. Yeah, they're, um, they they grew pretty close. And then Whoa. also, also shut up, shut up. More of the story. Than you <laughs> also, this is just spit, as soon as the story spitting came a out, web. As soon as the story came out, Jalen Brown posted a uh, like a shaking my head emoji on on uh on Twitter and and plus they also went to college together so they have a, they had a relationship before true before this happened that was featured in the story about his you know lifelong dream of being in the NBA you know coming to fruition mm. after signing his first guaranteed contract and then all this happens but i think one part of this uh incident that a lot of people aren't focusing on is the fact that he was in the hospital for so long because apparently there's talk that he threatened to kill himself to his girlfriend. Jesus. Yeah. So, like, when you th- when you think about the I mean, whole what, what the NBA that. is doing with I the med- he was on Suicide Watch. Right. Yeah. Me too. I was like, something, I was like, he's, something's he's going been, on because why yeah, is he so spending long, so much yeah. time in the hospital? Yeah. He's being evaluated for like five days. Like something's going yeah. on there. And so that started to come out. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to remember the fact that the Celtics have been one of the first teams of the entire NBA that's advocated for you know mental health and and taking care of their players and making sure that everyone is where they need to be to perform you know on the court and or and be okay off the court so i feel like they're sort of hesitant because they want to hear the whole story and they want to see they want to give bird a shot here you know they want to see what comes of the entire story so it's interesting it's not coming back then in my opinion no but they're gonna wait it out and they're gonna weigh their options while they're also working out i mean uh, you can you can give him a shot and be like hey Figure shit out and come back, but we can't have you on the team. Like, but what that, happens when they just worked out George's hunt? Fine, I, yeah, you're gonna. Do you fill make the that spot. decision? Do you fill yeah, the spot? Yeah, you fill I mean, the you spot, can't man. No, he's so. uh, not coming back this year. Yeah, the Patriots were on the side of Aaron Hernandez for a little bit there too. Remember that? That's right. Until the details came out. Until the details the came out, they were like shell yeah. casings and the bubble gum. Like, and Ooh, the, and, yeah, mm, the rental car. No. They're like, yeah, this doesn't. We're we're good with you. But yeah, he was also like one of the best. Tight ends, and then that's all, true. All, Jabari all Bird is end. like, like the top five main red claw of all time, but that no, be, but literally still, means nothing. No, but I still, I still think just cut his ass. Kind of going back to the pages, they would have cut him as soon as. Well, but yeah, even before you know, they tell that they were going to cut him. They, they cut the guy him. who dropped the punt last week, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like they would have cut him in a second. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. Before <laughs> those, not a, not a before the horrible details of the case, <laughs> yeah. they were like, you know, he's trying to go work out, like everything's okay. Media's following everywhere, and they're like, uh, bro. Um, stay away from us. Yeah. Chandler and Jones showed up at the police station and was <laughs> traded like the next day. <laughs> With no shirt on. With no, yeah. Out. He just had, had a no bad, had on. a bad, like everybody has had, had a, bad, had a trip. bad trip. Like, and they just, Bill's just like. We're not talking about like going on an airplane either. Arizona sounds nice. Yep. See you later. Who's the other guy though? It was like two or three years ago. Same thing. He muffed a punt, uh, a, a punt turned the ball over and he was cut immediately. Yeah. Who was I it? Forget yeah. It. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they immediately cut him. Like, it was like, he was cut that night. Literally, when, room, when, stuff. when McCarron dropped that punt, I was like, well, you're not going to be on the team next week. You're actually probably won't even make the plane, <laughs> plane ride, plane ride back to, well, they, they were in Fox. You're not going to walk to your car without being on this team. Just go over to the locker room right now, give your pay playbook, and we'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the ugly. No, we'll, we'll see what happens with Jabari Burr, but let's, let's shift to this top 100 uh, NBA players because, you know, the fact that the, the Celtics have six players featured is obviously a, a testament of how deep this team is. We already knew that, but the headline of this is who was on top of the list, uh, the highest ranked Celtic on this list, and I'm sure everyone's heard already, but let me start at the bottom. We got Terry Rozier, number 82. Hmm. Jason Tatum, number 39. Rozier's fair at 82, though. I agree with that. I think it's fair. I agree with that. But Jalen Brown, I'm not going to lie, top 50? 
little surprised that Jalen Brown cracked the top 50. What number is he? And I'm a huge Jalen Brown guy, number 47. He topped Devin Booker. Devin Booker's number 50 on this yeah. list. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, you, you, you guys, you have to realize, though, I think the playoffs last year had a lot to do with this ranking. The playoffs has everything to do yeah, with it. So then, everything. Now, I'll explain so why. Booker didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. So. Well, well, I get that. I'm not like, saying, I'm not saying I stand by, the, you know, this, this list. Yeah. Except, this, for, except for one, but we'll get to that. I mean, this, right. let's be honest, this list sort of sucks, but. Jalen Brown's probably 50. I think Jalen Brown should be 50. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised you're saying this right now, Sean. You're not a Jalen Brown guy. I'm well, not. you're very, you, you question him a lot. Listen, I question Jalen Brown because I don't, I think he's going to be 50. He's probably going to max out at like 40. 40. Yeah. 35, 40. Like he's not going to be, th- I, that's what I'm saying. I hated him. Now I understand who he is. My progression of Jalen Brown. I just don't think he's going to be in, an all star. So. All right, well, so there, shoot me. <laughs> well, there were three. There were three Southern <laughs> players who were featured in the top twenty-five. Number twenty-five was Gordon Hayward. Okay. Uh, number seventeen was Kyrie Irving. That's ridiculous. And number sixteen, right above him, was Al Horford. Al Horford was, Which I believe, was the I highest ranked list. Boston Celtics player on this list. Yeah, it seems seems fucking stupid. I, I figured I was waiting for one of you to bring up the, the, your top twenty-five list from last year to to match up with this. Yeah, I don't even remember mine. That, that's Ad exactly Horford. where, yeah, you did have Horford, Horford right there. around there. Yeah, that's, so we that's think a little high for Al Horford. Horford, the best player on the Celtics, is is, is this Gordon? Uh, Gordon Hayward's a better player than than Al Horford. Kyrie's a better player than Al Horford. Just is what it is. You putting both those guys above Al? It is what it is. Even yes. after what you saw in the playoffs, though. Yes, also. Al's Al's a top. Even when you Al's don't a, know how they're going to respond from their injuries, Al would be perfect at twenty five. I think. Right, twenty five. Al Horford, twenty five mm. to twenty in that range. That's Al. That's Al. You had him actually. You had him at like twenty four. I don't have a, I don't have an issue with the with the Horford where he's at. Obviously, uh, Kyrie should be top ten, in my opinion. But to me, the injury is what not even top fifteen. It's ridiculous. This dude before his injury was arguably going for MVP last year. Not like really had a chance, but like you yeah. know, was in the conversation like, of MVP. Like he like he should have cracked top five. Yeah, he would have cracked top five in MVP never, conversation. Yeah, if he never, uh, he probably would have been stayed, number three. If he he probably would have yeah. been number three if you think about it. They were what? They were the number. They were the number one seed, number two, two seed in the East. Toronto was number one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think where Hayward's ranked, I think it's, I think it's fair. I, I had Hayward the year before at number twenty five, and he didn't play last year, so yeah. I think it's fair to just keep him there. That was also the best season of his career. Yeah, yeah, he was an all star that year. So he he just broke the top twenty five, and he didn't play last year. So great. I think this has ev- watch him climb. I think this has everything to do with with what Al Horford meant to this team in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, without Al Horford, sure. I, I don't think they passed the Bucks. No, no, no. I, I, if you want to give Horford. Al Horford his due, or Philly, give or- Horford his due and say he had a great that's playoff. What, that's what this has everything to do with, though. Like people are freaking Just out because strange. they're like, "How is he considered the best Celtics player?" I'm like, "Well, look what he did in the postseason. Look how he proved his importance on what both was, ends on the floor, especially was, on both on the defensive end. He's the anchor." I'm gonna test this list. What was Kawhi on this list? I'm just saying because if you're going to go off like last year's performance, right? If you're going to go off what last year's performance was, then okay, you want to move Al up the list. He was in the top 15. He was 12. Kawhi was 12? Yeah. I'll double check that, but I'm I'm almost sure. I mean, you're you're, you're ready to have him like five last year. Yeah. Before we talk. So still, still, Kyrie lost how many positions for being injured for the playoffs? And then Kawhi. Probably like a good 10 spot. Probably a good 10 spot. He's probably a top 10 player. Right. 
dude, this this list is whack. This list is whack. Is it is that the case every season though? Like we Yeah, they who, put who a list gives, out for us to talk about. Yeah, who gives who who really gives importance when it comes to ESPN or Sports Illustrated when they have their rankings and you know, NBA players. Or just rankings in general with any sport. You know what? The only list that matters is the Cosby Street top twenty five list. That's the only list that matters. I agree with that, Sean. That's true. No, I mean, this is why they do this though. They know that people are gonna talk about it. They yeah. know for an entire yeah. week. Nearly every NBA team's media is going to cover where their guys were. Can you believe that? Look at what we're doing. We're idiots. Sucking right into it. I just want to bring it up because I I think what he did in the playoffs sort of goes overlooked. And this, this, you know, shines the light on how important he was. I I agree. But you don't agree with the list, though. You don't think he should be higher than Kyrie? No. That's what I'm saying. I agree. Al is a solid NBA number Two to three. He, you know what I mean. Like he, he's proven that he is um, obviously a good to great NBA NBA player, but he's definitely not average. Lou Merloni, you idiot. Oh, you want to bring that up? Huh? Yeah, man. You know, I, oh, I got to tell you a funny story about this. I got to tell you a funny story about this. I was at yeah, my. I, I hit that by the way. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard's number twelve. I was at my my uh, godson's first birthday party. Some dude comes up to me and goes, "Hey, man." I heard Lou Maloney smacked you guys on the radio. I fucking went off on this dude <laughs> at a first-year-old birthday party. I was like, what the f- What are you- Are you serious? You actually agree? And like, literally, there was one point, this guy was like sort of looking around like, haha, come on, man. I was like, no, no, no. You started this? We're going to finish it right here. He's like, I really And I was like, man. tell me why he's average. Sean, Sean, was, Sean was like, let me talk to you outside real quick. No, we were outside. There was nowhere to go. Everybody, everybody just looked. But I think I got us some Sean listeners. Sean's a butt just going on. <laughs> I think I got some listeners because my buddy was like, "Hey, somebody asked me what uh, what what podcast you guys are on. They want to listen to it." <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. So, I guarantee yeah. you, he didn't hear our episode though. There you go, Lou. Heard on the radio. So was this like recent, or he just all of a sudden just brought it up? I don't know. No, this was in August. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this was no ju- end of July. Mm, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's resonating. I just think his value gets overlooked, man. I just think yeah, Al Horford is just someone. Who so probably, what, I, mean, I agree. What also gets overlooked. Is the injuries? That no, too. no, no, no. When we talk about players, if they were to succeed the same way they do on other teams, mm. but I think in this case, Al Horford has always been that guy that we've seen like so far right. the last right. two years. Yeah. But say the argument with Draymond Green: if he wasn't on the Warriors, would he be the same player he is? Yeah, that's a that's, know, a, that's a that's a probably not to that caliber, right? Yeah, but that's a that's a debate to be had. Though. Yeah. But Al Horford would be Al Horford on the board. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. Well, but, right. But if you put him on, like, I don't know, the Sacramento Kings, he's going to put up twenty-two and ten or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like, that's. Well, can you say the same thing about Draymond Green. See, here, here's the one thing. Yeah. Here, I don't know if you can say the same thing about Draymond. Could you? I think Draymond's one of those role, like a role, the that's best role player you've ever seen. You put seen, Draymond like, in a situation so. where look at, he's look the at, number one guy. You're not going to see the same. You're not going to see him elevate his numbers up to what Al Horford did when he was in Atlanta. Yeah, look but at, look at Harrison I, Barnes. Right, he's. Been averaging a game. lot more than he was in in Golden State, but does that mean he's a better player? Nope. Dallas sucks. Still yep. sucks. They haven't done, haven't been in the playoffs since he's arrived there. So, yeah, I think it. I think it's definitely safe to say that Al is underrated, and this list gives him props, which I enjoy. But like, the, if they put, if they just flipped it and put Kyrie sixteen and Al seventeen, I that? probably wouldn't have as much problem. Yeah. But the <laughs> fact that they just made it a point to put him ahead of Kyrie pisses me off to no end because like obviously Kyrie's a superstar in the league you guys are just uh, you know uh, sports illustrated man i don't know 
They do this every know. year. Man. They do this every year. This is year. what they want. I know. This is what they but want. But I, I, I got to get, I, when you say that Al Horford is underrated, yeah, 1,000%. Like, I don't mind him being number 16, but Jesus, man, you can't put him ahead Kyrie. You can't do that. Just dumb. We'll be right back with more of the Causeway Street Podcast, but I wanted to take this time to tell you all about Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. It's also the home of the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you'll ever wear, and their easy-to-use website makes shopping a breeze. I personally love their 100% cotton tees, and I think you will too. And the best part about Mack Weldon is that they want you to be comfortable. So much so that if you don't like their first pair of underwears or socks or t-shirts or sweatpants, you can keep it and they will still refund you. No questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they also perform well. It's good to work out in, good to go to work, going out on dates, just everyday life. And for 20% off your first order, head to MacWeldon.com and use the promo code STREET. That's promo code STREET. For all you Causeway Street listeners, and you'll get 20% off your first order when you head to MacWeldon.com. That's MacWeldon.com and enter the promo code STREET. All right, let's get back to this podcast. You think uh, Terry Rozier is uh, underrated? Yeah, I think Terry Rozier is underrated. You think yeah. he should have been higher? Yeah, I think he should have been higher. higher no, I don't think so. I, I think from I the think, national I think perspective, like, I think 60 who, was right around, who was right around him? Do you know who was right around him? So let me see here. All right. Number 83 is Todd Gibson. You're going to go up or you oh, go down? Oh, jeez. Okay. Let's see. Let's see, let's give, see me the the give me the 80s. Give me the 80s. Give me the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, he should have been like in yeah, the 60s. Yeah, probably. Give me the 80s. Who's above him? Ooh, that's bad. Aminu. Yeah, Mike, maybe, Aminu maybe, maybe, like, maybe like even like... See, Dennis both. Schroeder's 80. That's not bad. Maybe Dennis like Schroeder's low. 80. Yeah. I think maybe maybe give, like, me, give me some more. Give me some like more. Like number 60 would have been good for Terry Rose. Yeah, I think the names... That's a little hot. I think the names on this end are more interesting. DeMontis Sabonis, number 79. Okay. Yeah. You put him over Serge Ibaka, 78. Serge, okay, fine. Trevor Reza, 77. Really? Okay, fine, fine. I can deal with that. Thaddeus Young, and we're going up here. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 75. Hi. Right. Andrew Ter- Wiggins, I mean, yeah. a terrible company. Fine. I just don't know how Al Farouk Amino gets in there. Taj Gibson up there, dude's a washed up. I mean, Al Farouk Amino's okay, but mm. not better than Terry. You're not trading Al- You're not trading Terry Rozier to get Al Farouk Amino. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Taj had that great of a season in Minnesota. No, he did anyways. not. He did yeah. not have a good season at all. He right. barely played. Well, speaking of Rosier, he's had himself one one heck of a, a a weekend. Not not this weekend, but last weekend. I mean, this guy. I feel like he's just he's everywhere now. I mean, ever since he signed his deal with Puma, it's just like the publicity with with him. It's just like he's just been in the forefront. I mean, the guy was on stage with Drake at the Garden. That was dope. This past weekend, you know, he missed all his uh, opportunity to make some money to to you know donate to charity. Oh, he didn't make a single shot? And they didn't make a single shot. Oh, it's three, like, three it's, it, was it like when Steph Curry was doing that half-court shot and he did like, he, he took like 15 attempts in All-Star Weekend, you remember <laughs> and the, that? And the NBA had to be like, yeah, we're going to, you know what, we'll donate in your name. Uh, <laughs> he didn't you know, hit a shot? He didn't hit a single shot. <laughs> oh, not a good look, single Terry. Shot. Not a good look, Terry. And then my, that no, changes a lot of my opinion. My favorite, my favorite part. <laughs> now, of that, now you're done. Now, now he should be number 100. Now, no, my, 100. My favorite part of that Mr. video. Lonzo Ball is number 100. By the way, get wow. the fuck out. <laughs> wow, wow. What's your favorite part of the video? My favorite part of the video. Weird thing is, Leangelo's 99, bro. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah. My favorite part of the video is the fact that his mom was like standing right there as he's you know trying to attempt the shots, or whatever. And so then Drake is like, "Here's your consolation prize for not making any shots for charity." Here's an OVO jersey, which is Nike. 
and he's fucking uh. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's fucking advocate for Puma right now. Mm. It's like I'm the spokesman, bro. <laughs> Why are you giving me this right now? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he made that appearance. He was at the Pats game, kicking it. He was uh in the in the Patriots locker room. Yeah, what 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 is that? Is that every season opener? I have no clue. I've never seen that. Yeah, there's someone like open locker room from the run out. I think we just saw it because it was Terry Rozier. I don't know if Tice was there too. And both of them were chilling. Yep, him and Tice were there. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's his guy. Nice. So, man, I just feel like right now he's so marketable, but like obviously he's going to see a a dramatic change in his minutes. You know, this upcoming season playing behind Kyrie Irving. Look at him cashing in. This is this is my question to you two though. Is this like the beginning of seeing like Terry Rozier become a star when it's like when it comes time to him to lead the Celtics? Does he stay with the Celtics? I mean, how does this even work right now? Does he go to somewhere else? Because, like, ideally, we want to see Kyrie Irving be that guy. But, like, if we're looking down the road, and let's say Kyrie Irving is gets one more, like, season-ending injury two years from now or next season or this upcoming season, I mean, what happens to Terry Rozier? Does he stick around? Is he, does, he, does he leave? Like, how does this work? Do the Celtics – he's, he's, he's pretty much Irving's insurance yeah. policy at this point. And you can't trade him or flip him. Whereas that that would be the solution for most guards like 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 uh like Rozier. The good thing about this is when was the last time you saw a team that had an all star point guard caliber guy like Kyrie Irving and then have another guy who could hold down a fort like Terry Rozier? When was the last time you saw that on on a championship contender? Yeah, I I, I don't I can't recall. No, I mean you always yeah. Because you you would see on on championship teams you would see those role players like the the, the Steve Kerr and the Hardens. James Posies and the you know what I mean James or James Harden. Harden in that year when they went to the NBA Finals, but then what happened with James Harden? He became James Harden elsewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like does that well, happen that, with Rozier? Th- that's the thing. The Celtics have to make a decision. They have to say you know. So Rozier has always sort of shown well for the Celtics ever since he was a rookie. He limited minutes. He had to fight for the playing time. Like he's shown well every time he's got on the floor. Every time they've given him extended run, he's especially in the playoffs. Yeah, especially in the playoffs, he's he's played very well. So, I mean, obviously you have Kyrie this year. You had Isaiah the past two years. It was hard for him to find time on the floor. So it's like Danny obviously hasn't traded him yet. Obviously knows he's got something in him. And the decision is: Do you trust Kyrie Irving? Do you trust him to do two things: stay healthy and Resign with you next Commit, year. Yeah. And does Danny even want to resign him? That's the question. Does Danny want to throw a max deal? Let's even say Kyrie plays healthy this season. Whatever happens, they go up against the Warriors, they lose in the finals. Does Danny say, you played the first full season of your entire NBA career? Here's $200 million. And now we're locked into you for the next five years. Or does he bank on Tatum blowing up? Bank on Brown blowing up, Al, Gordon, and then look what you got. You got Terry Rozier that you can sign for half the money Kyrie Irving can sign for. And what's that squad? What's that squad look like the next year? The only other team I can think of that was in this similar situation a few years back, Westbrook was out for like, I don't know, I think it was like 20 or 30 games in ah, yeah. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Reggie yeah. Jackson was, right. was starting. And as soon as Westbrook came back, Jackson was bitching about his minutes. Was like, what the hell? Like, why? Why is my role on this team completely changed? And they traded him just like that. Yeah. Okay. They didn't want to deal with that. That's a great comparison. But is Terry Rozier? Is Terry Rozier that? But no, not only that. But is is Rozier? Does he have that kind of character? 
to ask yourself too, does he have that? Well, yeah, okay, that's a great question too. But the second question to ask is, does he have that kind of consistency where he can be the guy? Because what was the what was the narrative throughout the playoffs, especially? Oh yeah, Rozier's Rozier at the Garden at home. Yep, minus Game Seven against the Cavs, but every other home game he was money. Mm, but when he was on the road, we saw a different Terry Rozier. Right. Well, I I just think if Kyrie goes down for an extended period of time this year, and Rozier blows up, then and like Rozier can show that with that supporting cast, because you got to think too. Okay, we're talking about Reggie Jackson here, though. Like your comparison to Reggie Jackson, he was shipped out to Detroit. No, I got you. I get you. And it was him and Drummond. Like that's it. Like, and then he got some injuries and things like that. He's not a bad player, but obviously, but I think what led, I think him. what led to that was his attitude. Right. I don't think Rozier has speaking, doesn't have that attitude. Yeah. Speaking, but maybe he will this year. My, yeah. And <laughs> just, you never know. In my opinion, I don't think he has that attitude because of someone like Brad Stevens. Yeah. Well, you got to think too. That year, Reggie Jackson, it was his contract year. Same thing happens now with Rozier. This is Rozier's last chance to make money on his first yeah. in, on his non rookie deal. So this is this is gonna be he's, he's gonna be a restricted free agent, right? Trying to make that Olympic money or or the Marcus Smart money. He needs to make more than Marcus Smart. But what if the Celtics just say we're just gonna pick up your qualifying offer and you're just with us for another season and see how that works? out? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's I, options. Yeah. So I just think that D- Terry's not going anywhere. We're gonna keep seriously keep an eye on this as the season goes. Yeah. It's very tough to say right now because we don't know how Kyrie's gonna play. You don't know. If things go great, you win a championship, bring them all back. Sorry, Terry, it's one of those things like James Posey, right? Yeah, Tony exactly. Allen, right? We want you, but, but you got to pay day. We go can't. Yeah, thing. right. Yeah, exactly. So if that happens, and that's the the story's written perfectly. Boston got a championship. We love Terry Rose. Every time he comes back, he'll get a little video, and it's whatever, man. We're like, give me Tony Allen. <laughs> give me like, to Tony Allen. It's like Pedro Martinez all over exactly. again. Exactly. Oh, especially <laughs> if you win a championship. Oh, yeah. But if that happens, then we got, we got things worked out. But if it doesn't happen, and there is some type of clash with a Kyrie injury during the year, this is going to be the <laughs> biggest hot button topic this year. Mm. If Kyrie goes down, is will he sign? Don't resign him. You Don't resign. Just sign Rosier hey, for cheaper. I already, I already am sort of in that camp. I'm not. A, I got like one yeah. foot in that. I was you saying that last. I was saying that last. You said it earlier in the, the summer. You're in the camp that he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to commit. Yes. you're not sold that. You're not sold on the fact that Irving is willing to commit to the Celtics. I'm not sold that Irving's going to commit to the Celtics. I'm also not 100% sold if that he's, he's going to be healthy. Yeah. See, because yeah. that's the thing is Danny Ainge is going to have to give out that check right. to either, not either, but it's going to be super hard to max sign Kyrie. And then guess what? Two years when you're in year three of year five of Kyrie, you're in year four of year five of Gordon Hayward. You got two max deals on the books. Who knows what Al signs for? Well, then you have Jalen yeah. and Tatum coming up in those consecutive years. You can't have four max guys on the team. It just doesn't work. You're gonna have to choose between somebody. So if you if Kyrie can't play and then he's just dead money at that point, like that's a big risk. Yeah. So yeah. if you believe in Jason Tatum, which I do, I'm okay with letting Kyrie go. Yeah, because if you I'm okay with letting Kyrie go. A four or five year deal. Let's face it. I mean, the back end of that deal. It's not going to be as pretty as as you would would expect it to be when we're talking about Kyrie Irving. But if you win a championship, it's worth it. Then you may do it. Because you have the window. You you have that three-year window. If you win a championship and then Golden State's like, whoa, like then it's Boston Golden State or whatever. I don't know. But I just just think that if I'm a betting man, if if I'm Danny Ainge, and I think that Jason Tatum 
is the next big thing, which I had an argument at the barbershop the other day that in oh, within within three to four years, Jason Tatum's going to be knocking on top five in the NBA. I really think that highly about Jason Tatum. Even though you wanted Markel. Yep. Even though I wanted Markel. Hey, you're preaching to the choir over here, man. I'm just saying, if you think that Jason Tatum's a top... If you think Jason Tatum's... Let's go on the SI ranking. If you think Jason Tatum's <laughs> a top 16 player in the NBA, then you let Kyrie go. Because the contracts are just not going to match. Unless you want to trade Hayward, I don't know. But... You'd have to do a lot of book book shuffling. I just know we're going to revisit this conversation so many times. No, every this is going to happen all season. Because even it, even before, like, forget the fact that, like you said earlier, oh, if Kyrie goes down, no, without Kyrie going down, there's going to be a stretch where Rozier is going to be averaging like twenty something points a game in, in like a four game, five game span, and this conversation is going to continue to reignite between all of us, and that's going to be the narrative because. It's like you have Rozier on one end, you have Irving on the other. You could sign Irving and bring him back for this, you know, three, four year contract, whatever, four or five year max deal. But then he breaks down in year two, year three. You're in a tough spot, like Sean said. Yeah. Not only that, but just the rumors of him going to New York, that's just going to be like that all season long. I Yo, think. Oh, but yeah. No think way. about it. Think about He's it, too. Yell bro. At somebody. Think about in, it, too. Kawhi Leonard didn't play an entire season, and they were able to get DeMar DeRozan for him. You could trade Kyrie Irving and. And they don't even know if Kawhi's going to play in Toronto. Mm. You could trade Kyrie Irving and at least get two first-round picks do either, from, a, from a bad team. Do either one of you think of guys in the past who who just, like, you know, right on the cusp of their prime the way Kyrie is right now, saw their career go down the drain? Like, do you think of guys like – because sometimes I do. When I, when I think of Kyrie Irving, I think of guys like Penny Hardaway. Yeah, Penny. Derek, I think Derek of – Rose. Uh, Derek Rose. I think of Brandon Roy. T Mac sorta. Brandon Roy was a beast. Brandon, Brandon Roy, Brandon yes. Roy would have been yeah. one of the best guards in the league if he, he was. Healthy. He was easily trending to be Grand Hill two I can't help but think about guys like that. Grand Hill. Grand Hill. Well, yeah. Grand Hill. Two. He is Grand Hill two well, Yeah, no, Grand Hill's a great example, but like Grand Hill's a little different in, in the aspect that he's not. He's not like a, that prototypical new age guard. You know what I mean? Like like Penny Hardaway was way ahead of his time. Right. Penny Hardaway yeah. are the kind of point guards you see now. Score first point guards, athletic, rely a lot on. Going to the rim, getting past their defenders. I mean, that's Kyrie Irving. I mean, Kyrie Irving is not someone that can, you know, overcome injuries and, and transform themselves to become a shooter or, you know, like like kind of what Grant Hill did. You know, Grant Hill had to change his game because of his injuries. Yeah, Sean, I don't see Sean, Kyrie Irving Sean as someone Livingston. like that. Sean Livingston, great yeah, example. Completely switch his game up. Completely switch his game up. <laughs> still a, still, still, a, point still guard, a role but, player, yeah. but not somebody that's yeah. gonna be your number one. Yeah. If Kyrie Irving's not gonna be your number one, then yeah. let's face it, let's keep it moving right. and see the Celtics put that money elsewhere very, very and invest in someone too. like you know Kyrie Irving, or invest sure. in someone like the Terry back. Rozier, and then pay your guys when they come off the books like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I'm just yeah, I mean it's it's a risk that you have to take. It's a it's a total risk that you have to take, man. There are so many stories like this where you, I mean, Ky, the thing is, Kyrie's been in the league now for what seven years? Eight years, yeah. Eight years. This will be his eighth season, this will right? Be his eighth season, yeah. It's right around when the players start. Can go, can go one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, they can either they can either be like, yeah, I'm going to be playing in the league for like 13, 14 years, or you know, I'm going to be lucky to get ten years out of this. And I mean, that's the thing, man. He's had multiple knee issues. Ever even his freshman year at Duke, he's had issues. I mean, I hate to harp on that because when he's on, he's on, and I love watching him play, and I think he's a great player, one of the definitely top ten in the NBA. But that's there, that's right there, smack dab in front of your dang face. I mean, look at the track record of those guys. When did those injuries happen? When did their careers completely change dramatically because of their knee injuries? All right, Grant Hill downfall about his one, two, three, four, five, six. 
S- after his sixth, seventh season, we went to Orlando, age 27. Right. When Boom. He, when him and, uh, him and T-Mac, yep. they, they went to Orlando. So that's age 27 he fell off the and map. Al- and almost Duncan. 27. <laughs> okay, what's over? 26? Yep. Brandon Roy. You want to talk about Brandon Roy? Oh, 27. Man. That dude was a beast. Retired at 27. I mean, never really played a lot of games. Just like Kyrie, though. Just like Kyrie. Never really played a lot of games. But, again, retired after five seasons. Kyrie's going to be, what, six, seven seasons? Mm. Penny Hardaway, we talked about him. Had four straight all-star appearances from age 23 to 26. 27. Eh. <laughs> fell yeah. off the chain. That's, 12 that's, points, 13 points, something yep, like that, right? Yep. Yep. Fell totally off. Only and played and about if that's the case games. For, for, for someone like Kyrie Irving, I just don't think the Celtics are going to commit to someone like that and give him max money. You can't. Especially but, when you think about the yep. fact that the Celtics, they have, they have his bird rights. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Yeah. They have his bird rights, which means that they can go over the cap to sign him. That's what I'm saying. Without paying a luxury tax. And you know his, his agents are going to push for that. They're you know not, not going to accept some, some BS deal and, and, take, and take short money. You have Tatum's bird rights. You have Jalen Brown's bird rights as well. Right? I mean, th- let's be honest. you you got to make a decision if you're Danny Age. You have to look. And Danny Age is not afraid to make this decision. And I think, I think the writing's on the wall of what the right decision is. Do you think it's going to be a decision he has to make this year, or he's going to wait for the off season? Because that's what are you going to do? What are you going to do in the off season? That's a pivotal question. You can't let him walk for nothing. Well, that's what I mean. Though. Danny's never let him walk for nothing. That's what I'm saying. But how you, do you, if you how do you pull so a trigger on a deal like that? Here's the thing: you going to deal Kyrie Irving mid season? No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, yeah, you would. If it's going to be Brad Stevens' best season of his if, tenure. But what if he's injured? Who's going to take that's, him? Well. He's still got a couple weeks before the season starts. <laughs> oh, you're going to Isaiah Thomas him? Jeez. He could. I don't know, man. It's it's a very tough position that uh, Danny's put himself in. He may be looking at it and just saying, like, you know, I'm going to see what I have and relook at this at February. And you know what? If I have, if I get a championship out of Kyrie and then he walks, fine. You know what I mean? I think that like, has fine. to be the plan, though. Fine. I, I think you have to see one of those guys walk w- between him and, and Rozier. I think if you want to have a, a, a right. strong chance so that, at winning a championship you want both of those guys in the yeah, mix and if one of them wa- walks like you said and you get a championship out of it that's so it. be it yeah so be it and that's that's that that's it i mean obviously the terry rosier carry everything is going to be something that's going to be talked about all year and how but i think the main thing is is that what the danny ainge carry everything is the bigger thing to me what is danny ainge going to do what does he see Kyrie Irving's long-term value as and is it worth is it worth not getting anything for him anything you have a I don't care what SI says. Top 10 player in the league. You let him walk after winning a championship. That would be Danny Ainge just putting his nutsack right on the table. Mm. Just breaking the table with that thing, man. Sack on the table. Jesus. Bang! That's a ballsy move. But I think it's what has to be done. I see what you did there. <laughs> what is this thermos you have? Dude, it's what my you, water, man. I'm on antibiotics, bro. Fuck. Come on. <laughs> Why are you on antibiotics? I'm all fucking sickly, do dude. I, do I even want to know? To quote one of my, one of my favorite <sighs> wrestling personalities. <laughs> bring this back. Uh, bang, bang. I can't believe I missed the opportunity. Like By that. the way, we missed the song. Yeah. The, the yeah, Dr. Dr. Yeah. Oh, shame on us. Did anyone call us out on that? No, oh, no one good. did. But Woo. you, you brought Thank it up God. in the after, after in the like group it. text, and I was like, you know what? How do we miss that? Shame on us. That, yeah. that's a classic album. Classic album. Classic. And one of the song. best tracks on there. Yeah. But the Norway track was pretty good. The Norway one was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just uh, totally random, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I was like, Joel, this is not the song I was thinking of, man. But whatever. <laughs> Never heard the song in my life, Joel. Uh, literally looks I like know, a, I don't know why you sent this. Literally over. the the YouTube <laughs> picture of that song looks like something that somebody's handing you outside of a Sunoco and fucking fucking with the with the discman around his head. He wants you to listen to it. Yeah, check out check out my mixtape. Legit, the best. CNN album <laughs> 20 years ago everyone's just like no I don't know the song oh that was on the album yeah I didn't even know that man. that makes sense I don't know what you want from me bro <laughs> I don't know what but you yeah, want but yeah the Dr. Dre drop two for five two for fives over here the Dr. Dre yeah, two drop would have been bucks. that's exactly what you were talking about yeah right. that was what I was talking about so as you said Dr. Dre in the text I was like ah nah man and before any rumors start I do not have a sexual transmitted disease wait what Oh, that is not why I'm on antibiotics. Yes. Oh. You're bit by some son of a bitch <laughs> bug or some shit. I don't oh. even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I, was to say, I thought you were going to say like a person. Bitch no, my fucking. I would I'm rather. Like, like, I would you, rather. You a better person. go get some rabies. Or get a rabies I, I shot. Would, I wish I knew it was a person. I would have went to the doctor the first day. I didn't know this shit. My arm fucking blew up one morning, fucking the size of a fucking softball Jeez. on my elbow, bro. Fucking Sean, stop lying, bro. That's not where it happened. Okay, you have chlamydia. Okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go get treatment, bro. It's all right, man. It flushes it right out. My man, you know, it, it shouldn't have the clap. Yo, man. Like, what's wrong with Atlantic you? City was crazy, but it wasn't that crazy, bro. All right? Jeez. All right. It wasn't that kind of trip. <laughs> I don't know if it fucking flares up like a month later. <laughs> oh, man. All right. On that note, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap what, this thing up. What happens in Atlantic City? Stays in a glass. Yeah, city. exactly. Unless it's a fucking STD. <laughs> Until the that shit comes up. back to you. Yes. That, that shit comes back to <laughs> That shit just stays with you. Forever. There ain't no Clark care for herpes. No. I mean, there is. Is there? Right? Herpes is curable? Yeah. Uh, oh, man, that shit stays in know. you forever. I think it depends on the herpes. I'm pretty sure that once you get herpes, you got herpes for life. You can manage the fuck out of that shit, but. Really? Is that the one? Yeah. I think herpes is like there, bro. The herpes, herpes, huh? Fuck. You you okay, bro? You got anything to say? His whole mood just changed. You concerned over there? He's like, I thought I got rid of that motherfucker. <laughs> You're like, Are you sure about that, Sean? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into a case you miss it before this this goes on to let's some, get, some just other get, shit. Let's get Josue's own cup. <laughs> I didn't even know we had a case. He can drink out of his own cup. Market. Just kidding. We'd all get checked out here. The Herbie King. Hey, you've been listening to the podcast the entire time, but I am Sean Dutra. Of the Causeway Street Podcast, and I want to take this opportunity to talk to you about simple contacts. If you wear contact lenses and find yourself dreading that annual appointment to renew your prescription like I do, then you're going to love simple contacts. Simple contacts allows you to renew your expired contact lens prescriptions and reorder your brand of lenses from your phone or your computer in minutes. Now, this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. But Simple Contacts, they offer every brand of lenses and their prices are just unbeatable. <laughs> Low as they can get. Prescription is just 20 bucks. Simple Contacts offers the best prices on contacts and shipping is free. So here's the action statement. Get $20 off your first order at simplecontacts.com slash causeway. Enter the promo causeway at checkout, and that's going to get you $20 off your first order. Again, simplecontacts.com slash causeway, and just simply type in the promo code causeway at checkout. Save yourself 20 bucks. So, simple contacts. You give it a try, and then you better thank me later.
All right, Joel, we missed. In case you missed it. 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 Kyrie Irving, if anybody was concerned if he's going to be ready for training camp or not, stop it. Because he was seen playing pickup, James Harden, Kevin Durant, among others, down in Miami, and he looked pretty damn good wearing his uh, Nike headband. Good for you, Kyrie. Repping. Yeah, man, he looked really good. He looked damn good. Good. Hey, I hope he plays well. You better bring a championship. I mean, it was a minimally invasive (laughs) surgery. (laughs) Or with your ass, bro. Should be surprised. It's championship. No big money for you. Yeah. Championship or nothing. In case you missed it, Marcus Smart, if you didn't notice, was not in the top 100 list of uh, Sports Illustrated. Blow it up. And uh, believe it or not, Sports Illustrated actually gave a reason why they didn't didn't add him to the list. Lonzo Ball at number 100. Could have put Marcus Smart there? I don't know. Was he worthy at 100? Or where would you put him? 100. 100? Okay. 100. All right. All right. Pretty much their main beef is, is three-point shooting. Oh, really? He doesn't shoot threes? Shut up, Sports Illustrated. How many threes has Lonzo Ball made? Yo, seriously. What does that have to do with anything? Seriously. Are you kidding me? They well, said that? I They're quote, idiots. This is, this, is, this is what they said. He had the worst three-point shooting in, in the postseason since... Jason Kidd in 2002. Oh, wait. Did Jason Kidd win uh, MVP that year? Didn't he win MVP that did year? Jason Kidd not take his team to the finals that year? Did he go to the finals and Shaq? At, no, no he she did no, lose MVP. Did, yeah, yeah. He did. I was going to say Shaq won that year. No, no. It was Tim Duncan that oh, year. Oh, Tim Duncan. You're right. You're and right. And then I watched won. something yeah, where yeah, Shaq, yeah, at the, yeah. when he, he beat mad, him, yeah, yeah. he literally goes, when he beat, when he slept New, New Jersey, he goes, let's give it up for the real MVP, Jason Kidd. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stomping on Duncan, man. Was so mad. So bad. So then, this is real quick. Based on that and stupid despite his and i quote hard-nosed defense and his uh rebounding and his quote shameless flopping are all worthwhile oh, come on man he hasn't he hasn't got hit with one of those in a while man he hasn't been fine since that that was this that was the year before this past season yeah why doesn't Bus? this why doesn't this si rider take the head right out his mouth before he starts writing shit <laughs> seriously speaking of SCD. like this is these these things are so 2015 to say about Marcus Smart. Like, he's proven, obviously, he's worth different ways than he, anybody else in the NBA. About different things. You can't well, put statistics on him. Well, again, preach this for years, man. Again, based on. Who fucking Green Line T's guy fucking write this shit? <laughs> apparently, based on, based on their, <laughs> their opinion that Boston, you know, masked a lot of his deficiencies in other situations, that yeah. if he was on another team, He'd be a major liability. You know what's a liability? Green line tees? <laughs> no, no. I like green line tees. <laughs> Shout out to you, Alan. Yeah. yeah, but you would think they would bring up that epic uh, turnover that he forced against James Harden. I mean, he oh, did yeah. it twice. And it was on national TV. That was a nationally televised game. Th- th- this is just fucking... This is somebody that... This is somebody that literally... This is what we say. Doesn't watch the games and just looks mm, at the stats. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh, this oh, guy's so... Yeah, Lou Maloney. Lou Maloney wrote this. You know what? No coming what? at you, we Lou. I brought that motherfucker's name up way too many times on this podcast. No, nah, come at us, Lou. Yeah, What's up, Lou? Yeah, no mas. Basketball season's starting. We out here again. Sound like an idiot again. The only reason why they talk basketball on there is when they bring us up. But anyways, in case you missed it, Jamal Crawford still hasn't been signed by anyone, fellas. Hmm. Hmm? Uh, yeah, well, no, we have money tied up in friggin' Jabari Bird. Can't sign him. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Funny you bring that up because according to Mark Spears, he has received offers from Boston, Golden State, and the LA Lakers. Oh, really? So, All right. So, at least, they, at least they're making an effort. Offers, it, huh? Offers. So, mm. that means the Celtics are they're in the keeping mix. an eye on him. Yeah, they're in the mix. 
Would you guys mind? Look at that Jamal bench. Crawford? Look at that bench. I if love you get that. him. I love six that. man. You get that bench. You get... like it still looks exactly the same as he did in 2000. You're talking about a, a second unit of... You just have an outside scoring threat. I mean, I mean, what's been a narrative the last couple of years? Oh, this doesn't need a rim protector. Rim protector. Like, no. Give me a shooter off the bench. Dude, your second unit, you're going to have to come in there Rozier, and spread the Smart, floor because he's Crawford, Marcus Morris. Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines. I, I said, said Rozier. Rozier, yeah. Yeah. Rozier Smart. Crawford, Marcus Morris, offensive firepower. That's your nine-man rotation right there. And then you got Tice coming to play big man or Baines want to play big man. Baines and Tice haven't even... This team is going 10 or 11 deep if they had Crawford. They're 10 mm-hmm. deep right now. I like it. I would I would, no, I'd be I great. would like it. Yeah. I, I think he would consider yeah, it, too. Because this, like is it a, too. this is an opportunity, obviously, to, to play for a title. So. Yeah, but he maybe won playing time. He is not going to get that here. Well, I think he knows. Does that. he want a title? Does he want it? I think he does. Of course, he wants. He it. just he was in Minnesota and he was coming off the bench there. I mean, I I think he would prefer that role on a contending team. I don't think he would mind. He wasn't. Playing. He's not going to get, he he wasn't happy to get his, that role here. He wasn't happy with his role there in Minnesota, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, because he, the he Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, but he barely played because Tibbs plays oh, he his got, like, starters minutes. Tibbs plays his starters like thirty minutes a night. And he's also like just bringing together his old Bulls crew. Yeah. Like, did you see? Mad weird. Taj Gibson. No, what was the other guy recently? They they he brought back another. Luol Dang. Dang. Yeah. Dang, that's right. The buyout. Yeah, 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 I'm like, right. are you serious right now? Yeah, like, yeah, do you think it's 2009 again? Like, yeah. why are you bringing all these <laughs> guys they, they together? They re-signed Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. You got, got Rose. Tosh, they got Tosh, Tosh Rose, Gibson. Butler. It's starting like, five. It's starting you. five. Joaquin Noah is the only one that needs to go there. Joaquin Noah is next. Gets, if he gets bought out, he probably If, if he gets bought out, he knows he has a spot. That's where he's going. out. Yeah, that's true. It's literally those guys and then with Wiggins and... Hey, bringing the band back together. He's upset, by the way. He's upset with his role. You got Wiggins and you got... Uh, cat, and that's pretty much just the old school Bulls. It's crazy. In 2018, he's like, I'm going to recreate the Bulls team that went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. The 2013 Bulls. The 13 Bulls. All right, In case you start. missed it, Eminem has shot back at MGK or Machine Gun Kelly or Man Bun Kelly, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> whatever he calls himself. Whatever he wants to call himself. And it is fire. Get your ass on YouTube if you haven't heard it yet. For those who don't care about Eminem, I'm sorry, but it's still fire. Yeah, it was vicious. Uh, MGK, yeah, M caught a body. Yep, and I'm glad he did because I know he was talking about it, and he was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I'm going to make him relevant. No, he didn't make him relevant. You destroyed his career. I was surprised he didn't do it sooner, but either way, it was worth the wait. Also, Kamikaze, one of the best Dem albums he's put out in literally 15 years. Okay. All right, there you go, Sean. Fifteen years. I'm that, waiting for you to come around. I know uh, how you felt about the I'm last it. one. You were not feeling that. I was one not feeling the last revival one. revival was just not. He's talking to no. me on Kamikaze because I was shitting all over that yeah. album. That album that was not good. That's true. Wait, you just dissed me. I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line. Compliment me on the next. Damn, I'm really sorry. You want me to have a heart attack? Was watching Eight Mile on my auto track. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Stan, Stan, son, listen, man, dad isn't mad, but how you gonna name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? Kill shot. Go download that bad boy. Yeah, kill shot. That is it for In Case You Missed It. 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 Make sure you follow us on all social media outlets at Causeway Street. And if you didn't hear my summer wrap up special, In Case You Missed It from last episode, get on that. Episode 138. Yeah, check that out. Hilarious. It was dope. Good stuff. And that's it, guys. I ain't got nothing else. Be on the lookout for good shit to happen between now and training camp. Of course. Of course. Nothing but content. And, of course, nothing but episodes of College Street Podcast every single week. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We up out of here. Later. Peace.